0: Welcome back to the Real Talk La La podcast. It's your girl, Nashika G, and I'm here with Amy Tayard. Hey. And today we're going to talk about social media influencers. Now, about what it. do you think about social media influencers? Like, would you want to be an influencer?
1: I feel like a lot of people do have the ambition and dream to be an influencer. Who doesn't want to be seen and who doesn't want to influence? Like, I mean, I mean it's, it's very glamorous. It's the new celebrity. Everybody yeah, wants to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't. Want to personally be under all that criticism and scrutiny. But so, I mean, does do you think it helps or does it hurt the person if they're an influencer? I feel like there's definite pros and cons, like the pros being the money, the fame, the attention, the access, um, and just being able to experience a lot of different experiences in life, like be able to travel for work. It, it definitely right. is a very glamorous at least it appears glamorous
0: well i think on the hurt side there the the issue is a lot of mental health issues come with that with the fame and everything like that i mean um long-term effects i think it can really weigh down on person if you don't have it all together if you don't have the support system if you don't have the mindset to keep you grounded Mm -hmm. it can really take a toll on you
1: Well, I feel like also before you even open up to the world and their criticism every day, you have to really be a strong individual and know who you are and know how to also block yourself from that. But I even think the strongest individuals would have a hard time just constantly seeing people's input because no matter how strong you are, we're all human. We all have our own insecurities and it takes one person to just trigger and exasperate that. So imagine tens of thousands the of people. people
0: commenting and telling and calling things out. I mean, like I said, I watched this um, this show, the Demilia show, on the Hulu, and it, it brought like a lot of awareness. Now, I for think. those
1: who don't know who the Demilios are, because I don't. Okay, who this, are the Demilios? They
0: are two girls that came, became famous off of TikTok. TikTok. I didn't know who they were b- before the show either, so I watched the show. And the girl is uh, seventeen, and her sister is nineteen, and they became famous. And the younger girl became famous, so the older sister got scrutiny. Like, oh, you're only famous because of your little sister. And they were dancers. They're dancers, and okay. the older one is uh, a singer. And they, it was just taking a toll on the other, the younger one, and she was breaking down constantly. She had to like. Well, what what was she breaking down about? What was was the the constant comments that she used to get? Like, you know, you're ugly or you're only famous because what do you do? Like, how are you famous? If you were black, you wouldn't be famous. Like those comments used to just tear her apart. Now, like we're talking about a 16 year old girl, Hmm. you know, she's not well in her 20s where she she's well established in herself. She knows who she are. She is. And it just showed that even though you have a passion for some something she had a passion for dancing it just broke her down the- well
1: th- people also don't understand it's a business as well like it's not just about you can go from being just sitting in your living room making your little TikTok and the next day you're worldwide. Being viral, it's just so random. But then once you become viral, a lot of the times, if they can commodify you and like make you into a product and you become loved by enough people, it becomes a business. And now you have to keep up with being a product. I feel like a lot of the times these influencers don't realize that you are no longer a person after a while. You are a product. Help to push you know, advertising for companies,
0: but how do you how do you sustain that if you were never like that was never your intention so if you're an influencer and you make a let's say you become a product off of a false advertisement you're let's say like you're this on youtube you're this giggly funny person but in reality you're not you're like this very monotone person and you, you're totally different what you appear online. How do you sustain that? And that's where I feel like people fall off. They break... Their mental just breaks down because they cannot keep up with this lifestyle that they created online, which is not reality.
1: Well, it's very hard to keep one's true identity when you have to constantly feed the public that always, and the internet is always hungry you need constant just even the burnout you would get from just being a creative and having to create all the time mm-hmm. like you'd get imagine the creative burnout now again these things vary because people are now famous for nothing now you can literally you can get paid to be yourself that's very possible right but it still has to translate into something else that so you have to kind of have your own lane So how do you think um because i know you've dwelled into like youtube and you've dwelled into a lot of things how do you think even putting so much of your how do you think even let's say for instance a lot of people got remember vine a lot of people become famous off of vine and do you know how people went into a deep depression after they shut down vine so imagine having your whole business and livelihood and your whole ego tied into a whole social media app to right. then have it taken away like these all these things can happen i mean even even instagram is kind of fading and tiktok is taking over so right,
0: but these are all things that be, can be taken
1: away so that's why you have
0: to have a good foundation you can't just base your whole livelihood off of an app that you don't own
1: yeah ownership's important
0: ownership's important that's why i say if you are an influencer make sure you have your own brand Have your own products, have your own website where you do post your videos, your social, whatever content you're producing. You have to have it where on a platform that you own. So if YouTube or Instagram or TikTok does disappear, it's not your whole life that disappears with it. So um, if you are trying to be an influencer, you, you have to know the business side of it. You have to correlate the business with your personal And
1: that's where a lot of people... As an influencer, how do you feel since all of the internet has opened up to everyone, including celebrities, and now I've said that the influencers have become the new celebrities, do you feel like it's fair that the celebrities are now going into the spaces that the influencers took over? Like now a lot of celebrities have their own YouTubes, they have their own TikToks. Do you think that they're taking away opportunities from because i feel like being an influencer is a new rapper or singer now like people i think it does take away from like the common
0: people but at the same time like how are you going to stop it like how how can you say like this person who's no longer popular on tv that they can't freaking make a youtube video like there's always going to be challenges there's always going to be oversaturation it doesn't matter if it's a celebrity somebody that's a celebrity already or somebody just starting out it's always going to be competition so you have to stand out for yourself
1: the thing is though I feel like it's so random what becomes it's it's timing I feel like you can be great and it can take you let's say 10 years to pop but the thing is with the internet it's so not fair that literally you can just go viral out of nowhere you could just not even be trying to get the attention or trying to be let's say an influencer like because I feel the word influencer is very like broad in the sense because some people go in intentionally trying to influence like you have your beauty bloggers you have your commentators you have you have people who review things you have such an array of people who are trying to influence people Mm -hmm. online but I feel like then you have that gray area of people who are just making content are just become overnight sensations. Like basically now equivalent to one hit wonders in the music industry. Like it, the, the, we have a whole industry now of content and creatives and, and content creators. And now it's so saturated because people are seeing how easily accessible fame is. It was so that, hard to that, become famous. We had to viral, work.
0: That viralness is only one in out of 10,000. Pe- no, there's
1: tons of people that, make full careers after going by the just you have to understand the importance of of having a platform and being visible once the world sees you being visible and they know your name and your face like for instance gorilla glue girl she ended up being on freaking ellen and i mean she just didn't have a strong team behind her she she started she tried to make her own hairline which i think was the dumbest shit ever (laughs) but that but i would have made like I would have made my own glue if I was her, but to be that's honest. what I'm saying.
0: You have but... to know the business side. You could blow up tomorrow, but if you don't know how to handle it, you don't know what direction to go into, you don't know how to take that money and invest it in the right way or what promos to do and what promos not to do, or if you cannot mentally handle it, all that shit, all that viralness doesn't mean shit because it could go away in a month. That's what I'm saying. People that go viral have to
1: figure out right away how to keep it up but do you think that being or or trying to pursue this kind of line of work is really good for the long term and like because it's so random and i I brought all that up to say that you can work for years and years and never pop like with any other industry and and you could be really great at what you're doing and then joe schmoe could just just literally become viral and then all of a sudden they become influencer the best example of that would be um that girl what's her name Danielle the the catch me outside girl yeah. she was she wasn't she didn't know she was going to she pop didn't know like what she was going to she pop, was on doctor phil had- she became a viral sensation and now she's making millions of dollars. No, she started but, to beca- okay, she became. But if you take uh, her
0: situation.
1: But, she's been doing what she's been doing for years. She just
0: happened to pop at
1: that moment. But that's just- what. But that's my point. That's what got her the visibility that I was talking about. Right. She wouldn't have had the visibility. No one gave a fuck about her lame ass rapping and her wannabe like wigga self until she had the visibility of the Dr. Phil show. And let's be honest. She was a joke it was, she wasn't, it wasn't even meant though. to be taken seriously so that's what i mean by like how do you think not only
0: how but have does, you have
1: you listened to her album she's actually pretty good i don't care for <laughs> her album. She's, I'm just she's, saying. she's she's not my generation she's not she's my cup not. of tea and i i do not support um white people who use black vernacular and 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 black swag and and take everything from black women and get celebrated mm-hmm. for. Cause I can guarantee you if she was a black girl from the same area with the same problems on Dr. Phil, saying what she said, she, would she wouldn't be where she was. Yeah. She was literally a novelty and a joke. And she took that and she took her caricature that she, that she was, that who she is unfortunately, mm-hmm. and commodified that, made herself a product, used her visibility to the most, and decided I'm gonna do music. And she pursued her own thing. And it blew up for her because people wanted to have. And that's the thing about the Internet. When you have visibility, other people want to be visible with you. So just how she became viral, all of a sudden you're getting invites to, hey, be part of this. Hey, let me take a picture with you. Oh, hey, hashtag fucking catch me outside. Outside, So how does that, not only going back to the mental health, how does that affect somebody who is trying to pursue it? It's like, I would, do you get easily discouraged? I would be I, so discouraged. I,
0: honestly, me as an influencer for many years now, I have started and stopped. And I stopped because I was, felt like I wasn't getting the recognition that I deserve. I'm here, I do makeup way better than a lot of people that are going viral. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I'm putting in the work for years and I'm not getting. The recognition, so I said, Fuck this, I'm not doing it anymore. And then I found myself, I'm like, I started this because I wanted to do it, not for the fame. I wanted, I love doing makeup, mm-hmm. I love the passion behind it, I love teaching people. So that's what made me want to start again, but being an influencer there's it's nearly impossible for you to be like oh i'm not i don't care about the numbers and i, I hear
1: people the numbers say, matter
0: yeah i hear people say that all the time if you're gonna start you want to be an influencer you want to be famous on youtube or whatever <laughs> don't look at the numbers and it's like come on like are you fucking serious like you're gonna look at the numbers regardless because if you're doing this for fucking 10 years and you only have a 100 followers it's like what the fuck am I doing? Am I doing the right thing or am I doing the wrong thing? Like what what, what am I doing so wrong that this person who barely knows how to put eyeshadow on their eyes has
1: thirty thousand followers within two months? You no, know, tell them why you mad, sis. But do you think <laughs> do you think that um, what I believe and what I want to suit like what I'm drawn to is authenticity. I'm not I, I'm I'm not saying you lack that, but you and I feel like a lot of people forget that the internet is just one big marketplace. You have to market yourself to your audience mm-hmm. and you have to have a specific audience that you're marketing yourself to. And there's a lot of planning and strategy behind that. Yes, like I said, it's random sometimes and you sometimes you just people just gravitate towards you and a lot of times it's timing. Yeah. But and because the internet is ever so changing and trends are changing, you have to not only know your market, you have to study it, but you have to follow it and keep up with it. Yeah. And that, you can't start and stop. It has to be super consistent. You have to literally fight for it. So when do you think, after all this creative burnout and like what you have to do with the vast amount of competition, when do you think enough is enough? Like How long do you feel like people should pursue a dream and in influence? Do you think they should just continue? Like. And how is it, like, making money, like, get, like, in the influencer space? I feel like. Is it as much as people really actually think it is?
0: Oh, yeah. There's people bringing in six figures in a month. Like, it's, the money's out there. It's, uh, it's just, it varies so much from if you're a tech person or makeup person, uh, A reviewer, like it it all depends on your ad revenue, the commercials that you get, and all that type of stuff, all your sponsorships. But there are people bringing in six figures, and then there's people bringing in a hundred dollars a month. Like it all depends on where you are and how invested you are. So I feel like as a new influencer, I think you should always see growth and don't compare your growth to somebody that's been doing it for years or somebody that went viral. The growth has to be based on yourself. So like if you're doing videos for a month or two and you're at zero views and you see a growth of 10 views over in that month and then the second month you see another 20 views, that's growth. It might not be the growth that you want, but it is growth. But if you remain at zero, then maybe you should backtrack and reevaluate how you're
1: approaching this task or... But I think I do understand now more that you're talking about it. Like when people say don't focus on the views, I think it's more they're saying focus on what gets you the views. So it's like instead of just being like, oh, damn, I got like 10 views this week. Like focus on what it was that you did that got you those 10 mm-hmm. views so that next week you can have 20 views right. and then you'd have 30 views because people are just going to you have the randoms that will just stumble on something watch it sometimes people leave something on it just randomly so it's like that's what I think they mean by don't focus on the views so much but focus on the quality of your content right Right. like and their competitive space so make
0: sure it's it fits into your lifestyle in a positive way because I've seen people figure out what bringing them views and it's devaluing their life or making their life work like I've seen an youtuber where he was a vegan like he started off a vegan everybody he healthy mm-hmm. and then he did a mukbang and he got he, like a he
1: blew up he, so blew he decided up to do mukbangs
0: and he decided to do mukbangs and now
1: he's like he gained some weight he's like he's 400 unhealthy. pounds oh i think i heard of him what's his name again? i don't remember i know exactly who you're talking about that guy's uh, yeah it the same he, person i'm he, thinking about he's problematic
0: yes and the, but he bases his youtube videos off of the weight he's yeah. gained can and we talk fed-
1: about how destructive so that's another thing we could talk about how people are literally and that has to do with mental health like people are literally destru- having destructive behavior just for attention that's yes. that's like that's a big thing in the influencer world too like they see a niche they run with it and don't even realize they're doing themselves a disservice and literally prostituting themselves for for for, for yeah, likes I mean, and views that is true you're prostituting yourself for views like because these like these mukbang things one i find totally disgusting like oh. i also a lot of people do those asmrs where they're like like you know what i'm saying like they do all that shit pause on that sound though we didn't meet, you know what i'm saying they'd they be like clackling their nails like and I get it get it where you fit in like do what you can and I'm, I'm not I just feel like the internet is saturated with a lot of useless and bullshit ass content and, and it's triggering
0: us to do bullshit ass things to get that
1: but it's, it's all based in not only getting attention but to the point where attention is so sought after like a drug that people are willing to do anything for it that's why the word clout has all of a sudden like been birth in the past few years. Every they'll do anything for clout. Yeah. Including eat crab legs all day. <laughs> crab oh. legs
0: suck on a but nothing.
1: nothing. Never mind. <laughs> so I feel like more people are leaving traditional work and going into the internet space, which this is what our world is becoming. So it's like as that's going further, a lot of other industries are suffering. We're, there's so, a there's a whole generation that are growing up just wanting to be influencers. So, so how do we how do we get doctors? How do we get nurses? Like how I do we I
0: think that is the focus, I think. I don't if, know, girl, this is a I shortage. mean, if you want to be an influencer, how is what is the healthy way to be an influencer? Okay,
1: so let's bring it back to mental health. So how how could people handle what the effects are of going viral or hot or being an influencer? Like how do they how do they stay grounded in being themselves? Like what would it let's say tomorrow one of your videos just blows up, and all these opportunities rush at you at once, and you're so overwhelmed with all the demand on you. Like, how do you, how do you think you can best handle that? Can you? You have it? to be comfortable with saying no. Yeah, but what if? Do you think you need a team? Of course, do you need you, like- need
0: you need somebody that is supportive around you. You always need a supportive base. I mean, you know, granted, if it be your family or somebody you trust within your your space, um, and Always follow your intuition on things like don't be afraid to say no, not every yes. You're famous now, but not everything belongs to you. Not everything is for you. Not everything
1: ties into your morals. So once um, you're up for public consumption, I don't even feel like you belong to you like you are for the public. So with that being said, does one have to give up their true identity to be successful in this industry? Like. Like, but that's
0: a, that's according to you. Like you like okay, you just came and said once you're famous, you don't belong to yourself, but you do. No. You just decide to say okay, now I'm famous. Now the public has say in my life, but if you're
1: able to say no to certain things like if they want if they want You don't me, belong to you. You some people you think Beyonce could walk outside down the street? She's a public commodity. She she doesn't you you don't belong to you you give up a big part of yourself to gain these benefits so what I'm saying is that's what I mean by these people are now products of they're not products they are now property of the consumer they they are the product so it's like and and it's not even just influencer the new influencers are the new celebrities so. Once you put yourself out in the public, you are not only opening yourself to public scrutiny, criticism. Now the public has a say in whether, especially with cancel culture, which I don't even really think exists. Um, you are now subjected to the fate of public tyranny. Like like one minute they love you, the next minute they don't. So it's like literally a huge part of your life is affected by the vast majority of people that you don't even personally know that mentally has to take a huge toll on someone. You have to be very solid. If you're going to go into the industry of of any sort where you become a public figure. Uh,
0: Okay. I get that. Look at how they
1: went off on Chloe from Chloe and, and Haley. Uh, she she was like you know on disney and like beyonce brought them in and they're all like clean cut and good christian girls she's doing what every normal person does as you get older you get into your womanhood you want to be sexy like she has the right to change her fucking mind and she has the right to shake that ass and she has a nice ass to shake so it's like but people have given her such a hard time for that for what because you have to understand when you open yourself up to the world you're opening up yourself to a lot of energies And these energies aren't always good, and a lot of times the spectators are the biggest haters, are the ones sitting around who can't do it for themselves. So you're leaving yourself open to that kind of stuff.
0: You're leaving yourself open, but you don't have to fall. It's up to you to be like, "I'm going to accept what they're saying." Sometimes you, but Ashika,
1: when you have, no matter how strong you are, I I agree with what you're saying. But when you have the whole world saying that, it's hard to really be that. I don't know anyone who's that solid. I'm no. pretty sure even Beyonce cries at night sometimes or been affected by things that were said. So you just like, got to be prepared for that. You I mean, have she's to... seasoned. She doesn't give a fuck. She, she's, a no, whole, I mean, she's a whole entity. She's a god. So it doesn't even matter.
0: Uh, that comes with the territory. You have to understand that it comes with the territory. Yeah. And you have to constantly have that strong support behind you because
1: i think people know going in it comes with the territory but they, they don't really know it to what extent you just don't know to what extent imagine not being able to leave your house without people. imagine having a bad day imagine you're feeling sick and someone wants a picture with you yeah imagine all those things like those things take a toll imagine everyone looking at you as a dollar sign not just your Your fans, your friends, your family, your business partners—all these people are there to feed off of you. You are the corporation. You are the entity. You are the product. So it's like, how do you even handle that? Does that dehumanize you? Do you do you feel less? I want to know if these influencers feel less human. Like, how do you tap into yourself? Because
0: you're feeling more feelings of like the pressure. So that doesn't make you less human. It just makes you feel like
1: no. I mean, less human in the sense where you are now. Like I'm talking at the large scale. Like, you are now like an Addison Ray, even though I can't stand that bitch. Like, you are now a product. You are now you are now in charge of a whole bunch of people's jobs. You are you are now yeah. tied and like it's so much more. Then all those things, those things can affect your mental health. Just outside of the comments and criticisms, because we can all turn our phones off. I mean,
0: our our mental health is affected now, and we're not even famous. So imagine, (laughs) imagine at that point, I mean, I don't know if there's any way that you can actually be prepared for it. So in conclusion, what are... I, if this
1: is even I think you just need but, to have
0: a strong support system, a good therapist, Okay. a good therapist, because, I mean, people still shame therapy, but I feel like without that person that you're constantly talking to, constantly, you know, validating your feelings and understanding why you're feeling that
1: way, you're fucked. But do you think black influencers don't get as much, like, shine or credit oh or,
0: definitely yeah. like we had that whole TikTok thing where the black influencers were making the dances the white girls did it and yeah. they got TikTok famous TikTok is
1: low-key racist as hell I mean like, all
0: all these all these uh, social media platforms are racist in some kind of sense because you have the same black influencers with the same numbers as white influencers but the white influencers are getting paid more off of ads why mm-hmm. is that so, this is a struggle we all, all all always had to deal with. Like, I, I feel like that, that shit is never going to go away. That shit is going to take, like, a miracle for it to turn upside down unless we, we take, like, like what's his name? Akon said we just need to get our asses up, go back to Africa, and build our fucking shit over there, you know? <laughs> I
1: wish. So, I it's wish. like,
0: what else can we... Um, prepare ourselves for as a black influencer. I, I don't want to get like too white and black about it, but as a black influencer, it's going to be 10 times harder for you. I feel mm-hmm. like it's always going to be ten best for anything. Jobs, looks, we've always had to fight 10
1: times harder. Yeah. I feel like though, I feel like the internet has, I agree to an extent because when you are tying yourself to a corporation that is owned by white people, you're you're not really going to you can't be you can't, yourself. Yeah, it's not even you can't be yourself. They're not gonna put the machine behind you as much mm-hmm. as they would for their own. But what I'm saying is, I do think the internet's a great thing to where it gave the voice to a lot of people who weren't who were vo- who were voiceless. There were a lot of people who couldn't get on the mainstream, on the big screen, or the mainstreams. Like let's give Issa Rae for an example. She started on YouTube. She had her little um. Adventures of Awkward Black Girl, which was my shit. I wish she would have just kept that series, but she turned it into a a deal with HBO. Like, Mm -hmm. so the internet is an amazing place where it can give and it has made tons of black millionaires. Like more than we've ever seen in our lifetime. There's there's more black people in the industry, there's more black people in the mainstream, there's more black people infiltrating every day all i hear all day is first black this first black that and that is something i do not ever want to stop hearing we have to take over like you know what i'm saying so i think the internet can be great for inclusion of course there's a lot more work to do to go and i'm not saying that influencers don't get the short end of the stick but i think that if you know your target audience there's a whole world that will support you
0: I just look at it this way, as an influencer. Okay? I mean we have we black know. Twitter
1: girl. I we know got black Twitter. TV. Like we have our own Twitter. I mean we have still our
0: own Twitter, but like <laughs> even for before all of this happened, we were forced to look at Caucasian videos. We were forced to look at and, and convert it to ourselves. So why is it that when we create our own lane it's only... gear. Our our target audience is only black people. Like, why can't it be Caucasians and Asians and stuff like that? Like, wh- because when a white person makes a video, it's catered to everybody at some point.
1: I mean, there's tons of... I, I hear what you're saying. There's tons of white influencers, though, that I have no idea who they are. Like, those Domingo oh, no, girls. I, mean, I don't yeah. even... And they're not white, but I don't even know who they are. Are they white? Are they Spanish? Yeah, standing, yeah. Okay, well, I don't even know who. who they are. Who they I, are. I'm just saying, but... Uh, a lot of, it, it, you know it, what I'm it saying? All, because there's even kids. I, that's what I said. Where I feel like it's 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 getting to the point where it's leveling the playing field. Because there's kids making millions of dollars. There's a kid who just reviews fucking toys all day, yeah. and he's making like. I think it's it's bridged the gap between age, sex, gender. Like you, you just have to find your audience and who you want to influence. Instead of trying to get everyone, yeah. find your people. That's the. I'm not even influencer, but I'm a I'm a consumer of of creative content. And I go for what my interests are. be Being authentic to yourself and instead of trying to be popular for everyone, be authentic to who you are and also try to find your tribe as to who they are. And they're going to share your content to people who have the same interests. And that's how you grow your audience. Right. So it's not about just trying to be broad and inclusive to everyone. Find who you are and then you never know what blessings come into that. And then mainstream, you can hit mainstream that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So i mean how do you want to i you don't want to leave it right there
0: i feel like we've covered a lot we've covered a lot and in, in every aspect i, I want to hear your thoughts on this leave some comments down below and let us know like what do you think about influencers and are you trying to be an influencer how does it affect your mental health and What do you think about the industry? And we will catch you in the next episode. And until then, be bold, be brave, and be a beast at what you do. Bye. Bye. Bye.